Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Pointless Exercise podcast. Uh, it's the Bears podcast with the Mike Pease, Mike Pusteri, and Mike Presnowski. Guys, how are you? Doing good. What a thrilling, yeah. thrilling week one. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely hyped up after that Bears performance against the Packers. <laughs> I've already got my Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> it was a perfect time to buy them because, you know, the fans are depressed. And I'm like, I just swooped right in there and bought 50, yeah. 50 yarders. The uh, the Super Bowl is at the Akron Rubber Bowl this year. Is that right? Because that's where I bought them. Is that right? <laughs> Good. Perfect. I couldn't believe there's. I don't even have anybody sitting by me yet. But yeah. I'll be there with my pom-poms. And, uh, <laughs> it'll be good. Um, oh, so before we get started, um, of course, this is the Pointless Exercise podcast. You can subscribe to the Pointless Exercise uh, newsletter where you can get all kinds of exciting uh, Cubs and Bears content. Uh, and uh, you found this podcast, so you know where this is. Uh, Mike Pusateri. Uh, how can the uh, how can the people keep up with uh, with you while you are uh, sticking it to the man? On strike, big rally tomorrow at Netflix. Uh, I I am on Twitter X at Mike Pusateri, uh, Instagram I am Mike Pusateri, and Blue Sky I am it's Mike Pusateri. So I'm in three different handles. So. Brilliant marketer. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Well, I'm let's see uh, Twitter. I'm discipio.com all spelled out because. Somebody else already had grabbed a Scipio, and then it is pointless exercise at uh, at Blue Sky. Made it easier. There you go. And, uh, there you go. Praz, you are a. Uh, this is not your only podcast. Not my only podcast. I'll be recording the other one tomorrow night. Uh, Bums in the bleachers on the uh, Chicago Sports Bums YouTube page. Um, you can follow myself personally on the on the uh, site formerly known as Twitter at Prazmaster. Uh, follow the podcast at Bums in Bleachers. And I'm also on Blue Sky as well, simply just Praz. I know. I tried to give you a code. You already had one. You begged for one. I tried to give it to you. You'd already gotten one. Someone beat you to the punch. I, I got five to give out. So if, I'll take Cash, Venmo, Zell. Yeah, take a Zell. I got five, too. Let's, let's I, go. I, I haven't given let's any go. out. I've been hoarding them. I want to sell them. <laughs> right. Um yeah, uh, Blue Sky needs more people. It you does. see a lot of the same people Blue Skying over and over and over again. And that's like, yeah. all right, yeah. more. Open the, open the doors. Let's go. Yeah. Just nobody tell Hub Arkish about it, please. <laughs> I was going to – I Hub, who no longer has an outlet to write for, uh, was – I saw he was going to be on uh, my favorite radio show, the afternoon show with uh, Danny Parkinson and Matt Spiegel. And I thought I should tune into that. And I thought, oh, why? I'd rather have an aneurysm. So I, I didn't. But I can kind of guess um, what Hub was talking about. It was all Justin Fields' fault. They're doomed. Yeah, that's that kind of fun yeah. stuff. Uh, so I didn't do that. But yeah, Hub. Well, I hate to say it, Andy, but he's kind of justified after Week One. That was a ordeal of a performance we saw on the lakefront there. Justin Fied. Is that what you said? <laughs> well, oh, that's a, there we uh, go. Chuggo t shirt. There's they can have that one. Yeah, there I'll, you go. I'll give that one away. They can, <laughs> the Chuggo guys can have that one. Uh yeah, I guess we might as well just uh get right into it. Um Yeah. 
I guess so. Here's the thing, and I wrote about it in the in the newsletter on on Monday. I was just I was I was mad watching the game. I mean, it's like how could you not be watching that crap? Um, yeah. But I think what I was really surprised by was how many people were like had convinced themselves the Bears were just going to beat the shit out of the Packers, and they couldn't believe it wasn't happening. And I was like, um, it's the, going into that game, right? I mean, we knew the Packers had. The big question was how maybe Jordan Love would be terrible, and then that would help make up for the fact that the Packers have a better offensive line than the Bears' defensive line, and the Packers have a better defensive line than the Bears' offensive line, and the Packers have a better secondary than the Bears' receiving core, and all of that just reared its ugly head to an extent in the second half that was embarrassing, and I could see why people were mad, but... And I, I, I hate to make fun of the good people of Chuggo, and the only reason I did was the, the video they put out the day of the day before the game was just so I mean, it was eight people picking the game and all very enthusiastically picking the Bears. The Bears. And I thought, yeah. not a one of you thought what it was a possible that they might not win. Um, yeah. So that to me was, I mean, people who want to complain about the game, we absolutely have reason to complain. But there were horrible things happened in that game. Uh, but this idea that. I mean, if you really had gotten your hopes up that the things had really changed and this Bear team was going to just steamroll the Packers and this, but we're on our way to the Super Bowl. It's like, I can't, I can't help you. I don't think. Yeah, but I feel like that's kind of the media, sports media ecosystem in Chicago. Like, oh, now we're going to be great. You know? I will say, hand up for I did predict a win for this week, and both of you, you guys know, did, right? Got yeah. No, 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 no. For Wait. Packer? Oh, you mean for Tampa? Oh, I thought you were talking about when we went through the schedule. Yeah, for when, the Packers. Uh, yeah, 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 we picked we we picked a win. Yeah. Okay. So, I I was the lone dissenter. Yes, yes, but I only have them winning seven games. I know. So. You do. <laughs> I'm feeling good about I that. Do, I have them, and if if my <laughs> forecast bears through, this is really going to be an awful first month for uh, no, because I have them going starting one and three. Yeah. Um, and wow, because of a lot of this, I mean, we saw a lot of the stuff that I feared was going to happen. I mean, that the offensive line that they had patched together, they had to completely repatch like 10 days before the season started. They're moving everybody around. Nate Davis just like never practiced. And it was very apparent on Sunday. Yep. Because I noticed it. And then JT and his, uh, oh, I didn't give it any context. So I, uh, I'm gonna. I'm just talking about stuff we talked about before. Um, our good, our good friend JT. Um, so I watched uh, a uh, uh, JT O'Sullivan, who's not only a sports bar but a former quarterback. Um, the nachos there. Enjoy the yeah. Enjoy the enjoy the the tachos. They're very good. Uh, he did. A, he did a whole hour. I mean, if you really want to delve in and watch that over again, you get a good hour of that. Uh, he went through the Bears' offense in in gory detail, and then there's some other guy named uh, Tim Jenkins who does a thing called All Things Quarterback mm-hmm. that our good friend Dave Kaplan uh, had retweeted. Um, I noticed it during the game, but I didn't realize how often he did it. Where uh, Nate Davis was, uh, he did a really nice job of blocking uh, Lucas Patrick several times. <laughs> and I just think it was it just he wasn't familiar with you know he hadn't been to practice very often and wasn't familiar with the fact that Lucas was on the Bears. He was no longer no longer a Packer, uh, and you probably shouldn't block him because he's trying to block uh, other guys. Uh, yeah, understandable mistake. 
could just be extra support for the guy that Lucas Patrick is blocking, though. Well, sort of like the, but he wasn't help. Yeah, he was. He was helping the Packers. It was like a really effective stunt where he would just clear out the center so the two Packers could go chase poor Justin and plant him face down into the grass. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, you get a, you get just before the game, and no, so Cody Whitehair is the center all training camp. And then he hurts his hand, so he can't be the center anymore. So then Lucas Patrick, who was supposed to be the center last year, but broke his thumb on like the sixth play of the season, and then couldn't play center because he wore a club which he never blocked anybody with. He had to be the center. And then Nate Davis disappeared again, and he wasn't there to practice. And they had to sign that guy who's from uh, Sandberg, right, from the Dolphins, yeah. who they almost started because they didn't. It's, it's so bad. It's like, holy, how are we still doing this? We had a whole year to fix this line, and this is we're still doing it. No, yeah. Bring it's... it to week one. Well, you touched on it. To me, the biggest uh, – we'll talk about fields, obviously – and we'll talk about Getzy and the flus and everything. But all that aside, the difference between both of these lines is in these between these teams' lines, offensive line and defensive line is jarring. Yeah. I mean, there's just no other word for it. It's jarring. Yeah, I mean when you and s- that's that's not something that's that's that you can really fix in season. That's not something that's gonna get better in season. Those lines have, are a big problem. Yeah. The Packers defense had had the highest um, pressure rate in the NFL this week. And the Bear defense had one of the lowest ever. 6%. Was they, pressured, they pressured was, Jordan Love on 6% of passing plays. Six. <laughs> I, I was literally just going to bring it up how it felt like the Bears defense was getting zero pressure yep. throughout the entire game. And the Packers defense was getting all the pressure. So, yeah. Yeah, of course. Four sacks for the Packers, one for the Bears. Your 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 record of your prediction of forty they only, sacks. They only need th- no forty. They only need thirty nine more. They're fine. <laughs> right. I I factored this in. I knew they get off to a slow start. <laughs> you knew uh, they were going to average three they, a game from when here they on get out. eighteen sacks against Kirk Cousins in the second Viking game. There we go. I mean, I mean, they got eleven against uh, Tommy Kramer once, right? Yeah. What's they, the they, what's the difference between eleven and eighteen other than seven? I think it's seven. Seven's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> will, will Richard Dent be coming out of retirement for that game, though? Because we could use him. He was at the game, right? He yeah, he and Marcus were both there. And he should have suited them both up, had them waddle around. It wouldn't have been both. any worse. No, it would not have been. Ugh. I don't know. I'm seriously thinking about changing my fantasy team name. Uh, but I'm going to give it another week. It's uh, it's it's yeah. Sanborn this way. Okay. Very nice. I like it. And Jack was—he was on the field too much. Uh huh. I don't want to see Jack play that much. No, it was a lot of him. No, it's like why? But who do you want to see play that much? I mean, I want to see Tyreek Stevenson. And, okay. Um, oh, how about this? How about my jokey prediction that Jaquan Brisker would run off, the, would come into the, <laughs> get introduced, and go right to the blue tent? It took him eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's right. in the blue tent. Yeah, perfect. Wow. And and, and Aaron Rodgers was already in there waiting for him. Is turn. Yeah, on his dark, on his blue darkness retreat. <laughs> Back uh, in the cave, everything's fine. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this: uh, T.J. Edwards on that third quarter touchdown when he just got beat one on one. This is a the guy they paid almost a twenty million dollar contract to. Yep. Now let me if if that play happens last year and you're you see that on film, 
are you signing TJ Edwards to a $20 million contract? I mean, I know it was one play, but that was awful. I mean, you at least think for $20 million, million you can get in front of the guy, at least break his stride. Do we know if he's being paid, yeah. though, in all, in all American currency? I mean, some there. of that is like George throw in like the Camry. Yeah. And are there some trade <laughs> in stuff? Right. Like he gets to use yeah. gets to use the place in Sycamore a couple of weekends and they 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 just amortize some of that into the deal. I mean yeah. we don't know. We haven't looked at the fine print. Yeah. All, 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 Rick is right and, and McCassie get together and figure out <laughs> what kind of all, all, useless currency to use. All the times that TJ Edwards flies in and out of O'Hare, George is the one giving him a ride, just like Ryan Bowles. So. That's right. Makes him up. <laughs> yeah. Where is George? Oh, he's, he's got some pickups and drop-offs today. Yeah. He's busy. He's right right there yeah. with me driving Uber. Yeah. Call, him on, gotta, call him on the jitterbug and see if he's – he won't answer it when he's driving. You don't want to get distracted. He's got to make a stop at Costco to pick up his water bottles for his passengers in the back seat. I got to tell you though, the the Bear defense <laughs> owes a huge. Uh, they really, they should have bought lunch for the offense. <laughs> they're not getting <laughs> nearly the attention that they should That's get. That's true. No. That's true. They are not. Whatever that was, where they made Jordan Love look like, uh, you know, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, oof. Um, did you think it was a bad sign when uh, third and one, first possession, right back to the play that they ran several times last year and never worked? The <laughs> oh hey, Cole Komet's the quarterback, and uh, he's gonna we're gonna uh, run a sneak with him. It's like I thought we, I thought we expunged that from the playbook, yeah. and then that's the first one we go to on short yardage, and then followed by. Uh, the flu is deciding he wants to set the tone. Like yeah. you don't go for it. You don't go for it there. You're on your own side of the fifty, and you just play a little field position. Make Jordan Love prove he can. But no, you give him the ball at the fucking thirty-eight yard line for his first possession of the year. Uh, and then as yeah. uh, as JT pointed out on the, his little film breakdown, which I didn't notice, but I know, um, Fields takes the snap. And he takes it with his... It's a sneak. Everybody in the world knows it's going to be a sneak. He takes the snap with his feet you know, just parallel to each other, like he's sitting on a shitter. Mm-hmm. So he has no leverage. He has to, like, mm-hmm. take a he has to like take a false step back before he can go f- forward. And it's like, did, so nobody's ever taught him how to do a quarterback sneak? And I thought it was funny, because remember last year in the pack, in the Packer game in Green Bay where the Bears had a chance to take the lead late in the game, mm-hmm. and they ran a sneak out of the yeah. shotgun, and everybody lost their mind because... Right. And it's like, especially given where they were on the field, if you run either one of those, if you if, if you, third or fourth down, you just put fields in the shotgun and have him read it and run, you're going to get a first down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they... And as luck... They didn't. As luck would have it, that was the only design run they had for Fields all day, too. Like Pretty the much. one thing that we saw that he was for sure good at all last season, they just completely put the kibosh on that after one time failing. Um, my issue was wasn't was more on that on that sequence where they went for it. I, I had more of a problem with the with the third down and fourth down play calling. I mean, you've got a. 
you know, you've got to get that first down there. Throw it to the sticks. Why are we still throwing behind where the first down marker is at this point? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it seemed like was did they have training camp this year? They they we they, it, there was pictures of it, right? It, it didn't appear mm-hmm. to be. They um, and a, a, a close analysis of the offense makes you wonder um, just what they did, what they actually yeah. worked on, because there was a lot of there was a lot of confusion. Yes. There were a couple of plays where a, a, a player went in motion and Fields clearly snapped the ball too soon and the guy wasn't where he was supposed to get to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is shit that, you know, this is all you do, right? Isn't this your job? This yeah. Is what you guys are working on? Mm-hmm. You can't get this right, shit right. right? How are you supposed to do the more complicated stuff when you can't do the, the, the basic stuff? Yeah, you have all off season for this and you're two of this dynamic system that the great Lou Getze has put in. We, and this is the crap that we, yeah. uh, you know, and, and they, they hardly play, you know, Fields didn't play in the preseason. Uh, you know, this is a team that just was not ready. No. Just absolutely not ready. No. You know, I don't think anybody's surprised that they lost. Oh, I, I think do. that's what surprised me was how many people were surprised well, that they lost. I guess I hear you, but okay. Like, yeah. what, what do you, what? I mean, of course, well, I'm talking to I'm talking to the, the big brains that listen to this podcast. You, you weren't surprised that they lost. You were surprised that they got their ass yeah. handed to. Yeah, the second half was horrible. First half was missed oh. opportunities. They're only you know that they should have been ahead at the half. They had they had they had more yards than the Packers. They had better field position than the Packers, except for you know mm-hmm. giving them the ball at the 38. Mm-hmm. Uh, they moved the ball better than the Packers did, but they managed to shoot themselves in the foot. Um, Fields took just a horrible sack on the yep. um, second and goal from the four. It looked yeah. like an RPO that yep. went bad, and instead of just immediately throwing the ball away, he rolls out, and he, and he looks like he's going to run out of bounds, and then now it's third and goal from the 12, and he might as well punt. Um, <laughs> yeah. I said, we got Kairos. So you don't have to punt. Right. Um, yeah, and then in the second half, it really seemed like the, you know, the well, Aaron Jones showed up. But then even he pulls his conveniently pulls his hamstring for you, mm-hmm. and you still can't take advantage of that. Um, the play where Fields fumbled—that's um, one he shouldn't want people to rewatch because yeah. there's two guys yeah. wide open. DJ Moore is—it's third and three. DJ Moore yeah. is literally standing eight yards down the field with nobody around him. Fields looks yeah. at him and then runs up the middle and fumbles. Happened several times. He was not. We were not. He was not aggressive down the field when those plays were there. And what I was thought as I was watching him and rewatching exactly what you said, which was if I was, maybe he doesn't do this in practice. It doesn't matter what he does practice, I guess. But that he they should have made him play in the preseason and just throw the fucking ball. Yeah. Like you can throw nine interceptions today. We don't care. But you have to. You have to get used to. That's there. I think it's there. I'm gonna find out. I'm going to throw it. Yes. Because yeah. there's just so many plays where it, the, the worst example, and I thought poor Greg Olson was going to fall out of the booth. He did a, <laughs> uh, it was like whenever Troy Aikman would do a game that Nagy was calling and you just, Troy would get so mad at what he was seeing. Just it was great. Great. Um, it was early. It was on the, f- was on the first drive. It might've been on the first drive. It was a little, he ended up a check down to Khalil for a first down, 
But the play is clearly designed because Khalil's running the check down on the same side of the field as DJ Moore. DJ's running a corner, and DJ is wide-ass open for like a 30-yard gain. And Fields is looking at it. Yep. And Jair Alexander is in the neighborhood, but he's not Superman. He's not going to get anywhere near that ball and just didn't throw it. And it's like, buddy, at some point, you're going to have to throw it. You're gonna. You it's your three, it. man. Like, yeah, you, you can do it. You got the talent. Yeah. Right. Yes. Like, we know you, you can do this. You're, you're not Mitch. We like you can actually throw him, it there. Do it. We have seen him do it against this defense too. The big play to Nikhil Harry yeah. in the Packers game at Soldier Field last year. That's what he should have been perf- trying to perfect all preseason long. Instead, he only throws three passes the entire time, and they're all just little dump offs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was alarming if they somebody put out the the next generation stat thing that showed fields throws and there's only four down the field but it wasn't because there weren't opportunities to throw the ball down the field more than four times right the early conclusion of that was well what is getsy doing here calling all these dump offs and yeah that was part of it but it wasn't all of it there were plenty of opportunities down the field that he just didn't take in fact as one of the guys said i think it was jt the dump offs kind of masked how many yeah. deep throws he because he would complete a pass, but it would only be for four or five yards. Right. But there was a mm-hmm. there's a twenty yard gain there for you to try to get that mm-hmm. that any NFL quarterback is gonna throw to it's gonna right. throw. And you're like, eh, that's not perfect. I'm not gonna do it. It's like I got news for mm-hmm. you, buddy. It's never gonna be perfect, especially with this bunch. No. You're just gonna have Absolutely to not. You're gonna have to do it. No. Um, no. I mean and, and when he gets a you know, it's rare for him to have a clean pocket yeah. to work from. I mean, it happens. Honestly, and when you get that clean, when you get that clean pocket and you got an open receiver, my God, that, that does not happen too often with this team. You got to take advantage. Um, yeah. There was a, a really good point on the, on the JT O'Sullivan's video because he showed it was the bears on several times lined up really weird, even for them. Like Robert Tanyan and Cole Komet repeat on several occasions lined up as wide receivers and on one big play, a third down play, Kerry Blassingame. Um, oh, it was a second and 20. Kerry Blassingame, the fullback, lined up as the wide receiver to the right side. He was the farthest split out receiver and the play was designed for him. Why? What do you, I don't get it. But the thing he pointed out with Tunyon and Komet was they would run these like combo routes designed for that guy to like clear the defense out. And those two guys aren't fast enough to do it. They couldn't get the Packers out of position. Yeah. Because you've got the two lumbering white dudes running down the middle of the field, and the Packers could could stay close enough to them to discourage fields from throwing to them and then still go make the play. Mm-hmm. Well, and and was it uh, was it JT or the other guy who, who – I think it was on that uh, that um, that ball at the four-yard line that ended where fields ended up getting sacked. He rolled out to his right. And there were two receivers that were fading. They were going to the left corner of the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> and that was designed for him to be in the pocket to have any chance to right. make to go to either one. So you got two guys around. Uh, do they get the wrong play? Do they not know the play? What is going on with this team? There there was a play that, oh, it was the, it was this one. It was the Kerry Blasting game play. So it wasn't designed for him. But the, nobody knows what it was designed for. because So he ran like a little, he ended up, the field threw the ball to him and it was incomplete. But the two wide receivers to his left, which uh, was were Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney, both ran the exact same route. They both ran corners. 
Yeah. And that's you don't. There's no way they were supposed to do that. One of the two ran the wrong route, right? Because all they did was took their two defenders and took to the exact. You know, they just take them to yeah. the. They just lead them down to the field. They could just stay right next to each other the whole way down the field. Yeah, I think we have a good idea of which one of those two ran the wrong route based on uh, <laughs> how, how his effort has been played out. This, I mean, Jesus Christ, getting. Getting beat on a block by a guy two inches shorter than you and thirty pounds lighter than you too. And that play, that right. and that play, Mooney. All he needed, all Chase needed, was get in the way. He doesn't even need to block the guy. And Mooney's going to gain fifteen yards. It worked. They had it. They had the right defense. And the only way that play doesn't work is if that guy just gets by Chase without him touching him. That's exactly what happened. Yep. And there was. I had some. I. That's when Kyle Brandt. Um, put his tweet out about the Bears have a player who's not giving any effort. And I don't want to tell you who it is, but if you're watching the game, you know yep. who it is. And I retweeted that, and some guy tweeted back to both of us and was like, wide receivers can't block while the ball's in the air. It's like, um, he's he, you can block a, a yard down the field. Right, right. As long yeah. as, and, um, and you don't even have, but you don't even have to block him. But you can't, like, Olay, just yeah, act he, like, oh, my God, I don't want to touch him. I mean, the whole thing is designed for right. you to just make him run around you, and he just he yeah. didn't do it. Just stick with him. And they had a cut-up of him, like, the lack of effort on some of the routes, and it's just like, why is, you know... It, yeah. If, if the hits principle means anything, <laughs> then at the very least, Chase Claypool is inactive for week two. Right? I mean, don't you have to... Yeah. I'm sure they're screaming and yelling at him this week, and they make him run Are they? if they do it. Yeah, no, they... The I think I think Flus gets this like I think there are Bear fans who think he doesn't hold guys accountable for stuff and people closer yeah. to the Bears say you there is hell to pay if you don't if you don't do it. Um, I, but I think that instead of you get a stern talking to and then he gets to go back, I think the only way you ever get you know he's a free agent at the end of this year. Yeah, I think the best yeah. way to get him he shouldn't have to do it right. But I think the best way is like you're just not gonna play. Right. You can stand over here. Hit him where it hurts. Stand over here in your sweatpants for week two because we can. We got guys in the practice squad that we can get to not play hard. In fact, we know they won't. The practice squad guys, they'll bust their ass. They'll end up in the wrong spot, but they'll do it fast. Right. Um. Yeah, we talked about the fumble. The one of the things that um. It, when you watch other quarterbacks play, that you see a big difference is the um, like Joe Burrow. Although he had a terrible game, and um, we do probably need to talk about how as bad as this is, the Bears are not alone in laying big Week One turds. And this is oh, rich sure. to me. So we know from who are the guy, who are the people that George McCaskey says he talks to. Like who are the other owners that he talks oh, to? The, the Giants, uh, the Maras, the Maras, yeah, yeah. and the Rooneys. Right. Yeah, right. The Steelers got booed off the field, and they they gained one yard in the first half against the Niners. The yeah. Giants lost forty to nothing. Yeah, it was ugly. And the Bears got their ass kicked. So those three have. I'm sure the group. You know, well, I they had yeah. Sarah from down the operator would have to patch those three together. They're not doing a Zoom. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, they're on, they're not on a. Group a text. whole lot of commiserating going on between the three legacy family franchises who all got their brains kicked in on week one yeah they're still spending uh smoke signals to each other 
I got a telegraph here from the Roonies. Carrier pigeons. <laughs> sorry to George. sorry to see you lost. Stop. <laughs> Better luck next week. Stop. George, send a raven. <laughs> send a raven to the Roonies, quick. Check which way the wind is blowing so I can yell. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, they were talking about. Well, I guess you could, you could lump the Bengals in there. Mike Brown, that's a family. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, I guess if you know if you were a legacy family, you, week one was not your was not your thing. You you took it up the hiney. Yep. Yeah. Um. But it's throw Lamar Hunt in there too. Yeah. The when you watch Justin's footwork, it's it's slow. Like for a dude who is super fast and does everything mm-hmm. quick, when he drops back, there is no urgency. You never see him like one, two, three, get on the back foot and just rip one somewhere. It just it's he just he kind of bounces into everything, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, it he's getting maybe the I, I'm gonna give him this is I'm gonna give him credit. This is why I think he does it. He's trying to keep his cleats out of the turf for when he's blindsided. <laughs> so as not to tear both the ACLs on every play. So he just, right, understandable. He just kind of bounces. Yeah. If he stays in the air, then he can't get. He can't have a season-ending injury. If he's just, if you're in the air, you're fine. Yeah, understandable. But that gets back. To, I mean, then you blame that on two guys, right? That's Justin, but it's also his coaching. Yeah. So blame guess, it on the terrible Soldier Field turf as well. Yeah. Well, week one is as good as it gets. Right, yeah. like that's oh, the yeah. only time it looks like grass that it, there's actual grass in it. Um, you know, last year it didn't make it through the first like four minutes because there was a monsoon and yeah. it, was, it was a mudslide. But uh, this, you know, this year it looked pretty for a little bit. But I guess it's a long way of saying the people who freaked out immediately about, oh my god, it was the worst. Th- I've never seen a game called this poorly in my life. They were wrong. Um, the people who wanted to blame it all on Justin Fields were wrong. Um, because there's plenty of blame for everybody. Everybody gets to share it. Everybody was everybody, everybody was terrible. Yeah. Everybody's Congra- a loser. Congratulations. This week. It was a multi-systemic <laughs> yeah. failure. You all suck. You are a loser. You're a loser. You get a loser. Um, it was it was except, terrible. It was, except, for, it, it, except for Cairo, he made both of his field goals. Didn't have to attempt to throw, so he's still perfect. Because they went he, for two, least, and they got it. Seventeen more games to go, and you're you're looking good there on that prediction. Um, Wait, no, they didn't get it. It was uh, Khalil Herbert. I think only had one foot in bounds. Remember, or do I have that wrong? Am I misremembering this? I thought they got the two point conversion. Uh-oh. I think Herbert made the catch, and he only got one foot and bounded that time. No. It was a run. It was a draw. Okay. After the – that was a, that was a really nice play, actually, to Mooney for the touchdown. And then yeah, ran a, a nice draw, pass, and Herbert yeah. scored. Yeah. That was all those other – you're thinking of all the other times the Bears were, you know, in the end zone going after the pull away. <laughs> that didn't happen. That was the only time it happened. Ah, yes, yes. Um had the terrible uh, interception to, to Quay Walker. Yeah. But it, it elicited the single best effort that anyone had during the game. 
which was yeah. So he makes the interception, and starts running to his right, and Roshan Johnson launches himself at him, hits him really hard, and just bounces off. And then Quay <laughs> starts running to his left, gets all the way to the goal line, and who tackles him? But Roshan Johnson, who had gotten up and chased him, and Darnell Wright is cruising across the goal line. It would have been nice if he had moved one step onto the field and yeah. smoked him at the goal. So Johnson has him from behind, and uh, Wright hits him like right in the head with his shoulder. Gave him a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> Roshan Johnson was, was definitely a bright spot in this game. Yeah. I, mean, I was impressed. For sure. He, he was good. He was good. And, man, you know what? If you were 23 in this town – you know, you better be damn good. Well, and it's funny because that was a that was a late change. He was thirty all preseason. Yeah. So you put that number on your back. You better bring it. And he looked tough. He looked he looked really good. Yeah. That was yeah. He had a great run too, where he ran over whoever he yeah. is for the Packers. Running over people. Yeah. It's like, well, nobody's gonna block me. Screw it. I'll just run over guys. Yeah. Has to get special permission from the NFL to uh, co-retire with Devin Hester. Once his career is over. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure you know from listening to uh, Remember This Crap, uh, the Bears have exceeded their limit for retired jerseys. They have had to get they have had to get permission now from the NFL to retire numbers because they did it so willy nilly early right. on, uh, including retiring. Um, which number is? Re- oh, I don't remember this. Which number is retired for two guys? They have like a Yogi Bear or Bill Dickey thing where they have two bears. It's either seven or five. Is it? Is retired I, from I, two guys. Maybe I seven. Is that George Hallis and George McAfee, maybe? Yeah, I'm sure the listeners are like, this five, is great. Yeah. We could, we'll listen to that other podcast if we want to listen to you. Yeah. You got you got the wrong. You got two mics, but neither one of them is going to come up with that. You got the wrong. You need Donnie for that. I thought seven was right for two. So the number, the retired numbers are three for Bronco, five for George no McAfee, seven for Hallis, twenty-eight for Willie Gallimore, thirty-four for Walter Payton, forty for Gail Sayers, forty-one for Brian Piccolo, which is I mean, come on, uh, yeah. come on, yeah. it's sentimental, but uh, I, I know, but come on. Um, I mean, they didn't retire it for uh, for Fred Washington. Yeah. Remember? I mean, so if you drive your luxury car into the back of a truck, you don't get it if you die of cancer? No. It's less inspirational, I feel. 42 for Sid Luckman, 51 for Dick Butkus. Uh, so, far, I'm not hearing any, so far, I'm not hearing anybody who shouldn't be there. No. Yeah. Um, 66 for Clyde Bulldog Turner, right? Yeah, 61 for Bill George, 77 for Red Grange, 89 for Mike Ditka, and uh, 56 for Lawrence Taylor. Oh, no. uh <laughs> Uh, 56 is Bill Hewitt. I like, okay. this is one of the things I like. So I have heard in a video, I think it was like when NFL films did like the, their, it wasn't the 100th anniversary bear, but it was, they did the thing. And they have a long interview with, with Virginia. Yeah. And she refers to Bulldog Turner more than once as Clyde. It's just <laughs> the greatest thing. No amount of first name basis. Yeah, they went to prom together. Yeah. Clyde was like a big brother to her. Clyde, it's just, it's adorable that she calls him Clyde. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but you know, uh, jo- but you know, George better take away Virginia's prevision, or you know what I mean. Short, so she, <laughs> so she doesn't remember that this scene. <laughs> any of these games. No, it's year. fine. You know what they do? Uh, they don't have her watch the game anymore. They just have her listen to the radio broadcast, and she doesn't know what's going on. 
So it's there fine. we go. She's just like everybody else. They have no clue what's happening. So Virginia can't get all that upset. Do they pipe in a radio broadcast from like the forties? <laughs> him taking away him taking away the prep engine might improve her memory at this point yeah. though. Bears lined up in the T formation, they're gonna go for it. They had enough, they ran around. Virginia's like, Well, oh, this is great, George. <laughs> I, I love all the new players. <laughs> Is that Bobby Douglas? Look at what the Bears have had us resorted to now. It's all going to be fine. Oh, That's what I'm here. That's what I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I'm here to be the calming voice of reason. That's one week. I, I gave this example last year. So after one week last year, the Bears were one and zero. They'd beaten the right. 49ers. 49ers were in disarray, right? You come yep. to Chicago and you play in a monsoon with the best rushing attack in the NFL for like the last 10 years, and you can't beat the Bears. Your season is screwed. It's over. It's over. Yeah. They went to the NFC Championship game. And the only reason they got blown out in that game was they ran out. They literally ran out of quarterbacks. Yeah. They didn't have any. They were playing um, poor little Brock Purdy with, with one arm. He couldn't throw because he torn his. He had caught Tommy John disease during the game. No reason the Bears can't go on a similar run. <laughs> well, maybe not. Well, there's some reasons we could hey. probably come up with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they will be playing the undefeated Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by yes, led by the great Baker Mayfield, uh, who were horribly outgained in their game in Minnesota and kind of outplayed, and they won. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Bears will go down there. They'll have they'll probably have sixty-five percent of the fans, so they can get booed again, which would be good. That'd be great. <laughs> I think the it, players were was it Brisker who was bitching about it. Somebody, well, why are they booing us in the second quarter? Because you suck. Because <laughs> you suck. And they're didn't he literally say, "Can't they wait? Can't they give us like a a, a little more time before they boo?" Like he wasn't disagreeing that they got booed. He was just kind of like, yeah, right. "Maybe how about the fourth quarter? Did you have to boo us in the second quarter?" <laughs> It's a long game. Pace yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it would be kind of... I mean, the players don't... We know this, right? The players don't know the history of anything. No. So they're out there. He 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 goes back. His bare football memory is a year. <laughs> right. And, he, and he's like, I know we have a better team. Everybody should be excited. And it's, you know, uh, in the first quarter, they're being booed. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Why are we already being booed? <laughs> it's like, don't worry, Jaquan. Yeah. You'll learn. Yeah, it'll be, it'll become very apparent to you by year four. You'll be a veteran of the getting booed process. That'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I did think that was funny because I kind of wondered too watching the game. I'm like, what? Do, I wonder, like, what do the players think? They're all <laughs> it's like, well, you gave us a lot, you know. Oh, I have so uh, you know you get the bear, you get the Fox A crew. Yeah, with Kevin Burkhart yeah. and. Um, and Greg Olson and Aaron Andrews. I like all three of them. But then you also get Tom Rinaldi. <laughs> Your guy. You know, who is just you know, he's he's looking for he's looking for tragedy anywhere that it can be found. That's his whole stock and trade. And on yep. college football game day for a decade. It was you know, if somebody died of cancer or their parents got killed in a car accident, Tom was very excited. He was there to interview everybody. 
So there he is in the third quarter of this game, and he's literally like already burying the Bears. Though not just the season, the whole rebuild. Right. He's like, well, you know, the Bears had the worst record in the NFL last year, and they spent all this money, and it's clearly not working. <laughs> it's like they have to. It's like, well, can we have more than Thank maybe you. one half of the first game before you completely give up on everybody? Yeah. Thank you for lifting everyone's spirits. I'm surprised he didn't bust into a Lyman Bostock story because that was one of his specialties. Um, Bears this week are uh, it's a Fox early game. You know they went from the <laughs> they went from the uh, the best crew Fox has. Mm-hmm. Who do you think they're getting week two against the Tampa Bay Bucks? I'm gonna guess Kevin Kugler and Mark Sanchez. Prez, yeah, uh, have a guess. Take a wild guess. I'll, you know what? They'll they'll do it because it's the default for Bears games. I'll say they get uh, Adam Amin and uh, is it Jonathan Vilma that he's normally with? Uh, he's the Mark Schlereth. Or Mark Schlereth. Yes. Um, no, they get. Uh, I guess the th- they get the second crew, right? Joe Davis, Moose Johnston. They didn't fall nearly really? as far as I thought they were going to. Why? What, what Mo- the Bears? Because it's the Bears. They, it's the Bears. They get, they they get ratings no matter eyeballs. what. If they, don't get, if they don't get better quickly, though, we're getting to Chris Myers. I think that's Jonathan okay. Vilma, right? Chris Myers and Jonathan Vilma? Which would be Might bad. be, yeah. Uh... Yes. Um, yeah, because yeah, let's see here. Uh, Seattle at Detroit gets Burkhardt and Olsen. Green Bay and Atlanta gets Ken- – oh, it's Kenny Albert and Jonathan Vilma. Chris Myers and Robert Smith are in Houston. There's a good one for the Colts and ah, the Texans. The old Vikings wow. running back. The afternoon games, um, which they don't have the doubleheader, so these are only regional. It's Giants at Arizona. That's Adam Amin and Mark uh, Schlereth. And uh, Niners-Rams, which is Kugler and Sanchez. Ah. Okay. The uh, – do you guys know what the do you know what the line is? I think I saw right. Bucks minus two and a half. Yeah, DraftKings. Our good friends at DraftKings. Uh, uh-huh. Bucks Bucks three. Bucks minus three. So draw with the home field advantage. Yep. But it's a Taco Bell line. Do we have the Taco Bell line on this one or no? <laughs> it's pretty spicy. <laughs> spicy. It's not a not a Diablo matchup. It's uh, right. It's medium. It's not that spicy. It's just medium. Yeah, yeah. kind of medium. Feels like a medium. Yeah. Which, as we know, medium is the defunct one. So, right, like... it's perfect <laughs> oh, for this game. Even better. Even better. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, and the over under is forty one, which I believe it was. Uh, last one and it went way over, mostly because the Packers provided uh, plenty of points yeah. to get you the over. So what, what do you got? What do you guys think here? Uh, I mean, I had this like written in pen as a win when I saw the schedule at first. After the week one performance, it's really hard for me to stick with that. But uh, you know what? The Tampa Bay Bucks aren't all that impressive of a team. You know, as you said, they got outgained by the Vikings week one. I'll say uh, Bears do win and obviously cover in that point. And uh, 
I will say it goes slightly over because it'll stay close. All right. Mike Pusteri. So is this a – I know we hate to, to talk about it. Is this a must win? Because next week is Kansas City. And that's mm-hmm. that's, that's a loss. So, I mean, if they start 0-3, is it is – it, is it, First, are we start talking? Do we start talking about the draft pick at that point? Seriously, I, um, I mean, it's a, I would it's say probably, like probably not. Only because the after they get, see, I think I think they're screwed even in week four against the Broncos. Um, mm-hmm. Then you get some, then you get some winnable games. And the reality is, I mean, obviously in, in Chicago with Chicago media, it is. Right, because this is yeah. you know, Super Bear Super Bowl. Right, but in reality, I mean, this is a team with an over under seven and a half. Yeah, and starting off with right. three, you know, it's not. What were the Lions last year? Like uh, six and a half, I believe. No, I mean well, when they start, like that, yeah, when oh, they one, start, yeah, one and seven or something, one and then and yeah. seven. That sounds about right. And one ten or right something. Yeah. Uh, nine and eight, I think. Nine and eight, Thanks to okay. they knocked knocked uh, knocked Aaron Rodgers out of the of the last uh, full game that he's going to play for a while. Yeah, they, the they look pretty. Good. <laughs> they look. I hate to admit it, they look pretty good. They did. The Lions look pretty damn good on Thursday. Um, I I picked the Bears in the uh, in our preview. I'll stick with that. I, I but I got them under. Okay. Uh, teams, you don't want to you improve more from week one to week two than any other. That's, and that's, I yes. have a lot of confidence that the Bears, like Nate Davis, will actually block uh, guys on defense this time yeah. instead of okay. just constantly knocking of... Lucas Patrick over. That'll be fun. Okay. That'll um, be fun. I'd like to think that maybe um, they'll uh, they'll run the, the correct routes on occasion. <laughs> Hopefully, oh, high expectations. Okay. Do we think the Bucks force the Bears into wearing the Navy uniforms in the South just to burn up in that Florida sun? I would think so, right? Plus, it yeah. looks cool. What's the weather? Do we know the weather for oh, the? Uh, that's a good. Uh, factor in the weather. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, it could rain. Ooh, bear weather! Bear weather! Let's go. Is that bear weather? No, there's no bear weather. No such thing as bear uh, weather. Uh, it's going to be Florida. hot. It's going to be 88 degrees. Uh, uh, scattered thunderstorms in the afternoon. It's good as could have oof. some thunderstorm delays. Maybe a little lightning. You got to go sit down. Oh you wouldn't know anything goodness. about that, would you, Mike? I, I certainly would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How long Yikes. was the delay in the Purdue, Virginia Tech? I think it was like six total, like six hours <sighs> between two delays. <laughs> Crazy. Um, yeah. So hot and wet, Ugh. just just the way, just the way God, the flu likes humid. hot and wet. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh. that's what the H uh, in hits is for humid. Is for humidity. Humid, humidity. Yes, uh, humidity in the in the humidity intermittent song. thunderstorms. That's hits. Yeah, that's good. Humidity yes. intermittent thunderstorms. I, I thought, it's I never been a more perfect game for the Bears. Perfect than this humidity. One. Look at it as a win. Humidity in the Tampa sun. Um, so do we want to talk a little bit about um, 
what was your um wait did you pick up did you pick oh uh yeah bears win and uh, oh. over over okay. i think the bears go over right. by themselves they'll handle Ooh. the four, they'll handle the 40 you're gonna score 42 okay yeah that's no problem it's only six okay. touchdowns <laughs> saved them up from this week yeah. they got them they got plenty hey, mitch, to use mitch threw for six touchdowns against the bucks one time he did so there we go he did and then continue to get better from there mm-hmm. um so what was your reaction to um aaron Rodgers lasting four snaps for the jets uh, I, I kind of I thought it was kind of hilarious. Um, I, I mean, I, I, actually, that was it's it's really it really is disappointing because that you know that was going to be the Jets were going to be such a good storyline, and I got into them because of watch Hard Knocks, and I was like, this is going to be a lot of fun, I, and I was kind of looking forward to watching every Aaron Rodgers or most Aaron Rodgers games, and plus we had the added benefit of the Packers fans being pissed if Rodgers was really good yep. so it was like it's it's just you know it was kind of stunning four plays non-contact but I mean whenever there's a non-contact injury that usually screams you know Achilles well, ACL well, something like that Leonard, Leonard Floyd would disagree with the non-contact part yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was cr- crazy I, no, but I had mixed emotions because I as much as I don't like him um, I was. I felt like it. It let Packer fans off way too easy. It did. Yeah. Like I wanted them to have really to have to sit there and try to defend the fact they couldn't wait for him to leave and for him to still be good. Yeah. And now it's easy. It's messy. Ah, yeah. Because this Jets team, we saw we saw what this Jets team is going to look like without Aaron Rodgers. It's yeah, they won, but oof, it's it's not going to be good. <laughs> Did you guys happen to hear about uh, the bar up in Milwaukee that? Oh yeah, I posted for that. Jets games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're paying tabs if the Jets lose. Yeah, okay. which, and because I mean, of the early injury, of them. the people up there were just going nuts. They were running up big tabs. No, just... <laughs> Josh Allen just completely oh, pissed great. the game down his leg. Yeah, they're all cheering. What? Yep, and then you wind up with a three hundred dollar tab at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, couldn't happen to a couldn't happen to a nicer bunch. Yeah, it was pretty disappointing to see him go down because I mean, again, just I don't like him. I really don't want to see him do well, but it does. It would have been nice to see Packers fans eat it again after a legendary quarterback left for the Jets and actually was somewhat decent. But who knows? That might be the end of his career. Um, I guess the one silver lining when it comes to the Packers is that I think in the trade, if uh, there was some kind of condition in which if he had played 65% of the snaps yep. for the Jets, that the second round pick becomes a first. So at least there's that to look forward to. But, yeah, yeah, so that's I mean, that's good. I, I have a feeling he will come back and play again. I don't think he wants that uh, yeah, to be the last. I think he will too. Um, you know, it's it's not an ideal injury to recover from when you're 39, but people have done it. And it's not like he's, I think it was, um, uh, David Chow, the injury expert, um, who basically said 
he's going to be more mobile on a repaired Achilles at third at forty than Tom Brady was at forty five. On yeah, his two legs. <laughs> right. So there's no if he doesn't you know the only reason he won't play is if he just doesn't want to play anymore. It's not because he won't physically they won't be able to physically get him back to where he can be good again. Yeah, and I agree with you. He, he he does not want that to be his last game. No, how could he? No. How could he? Um, sure. Yeah, but it made for a lot of uh, a lot of fun ivermectin jokes and. Oh yeah. <laughs> somebody even the retreat. A, yeah. yeah, they had a darkness yeah. retreat. Somebody had a picture of him as he was falling down, and it, it, they had like a little th- quote bubble coming out of him and said, "I told you this mask wouldn't protect me," and it was pointing <laughs> at the face mask. <laughs> Uh, As to bed. Uh, yeah. uh, what really it really screws up though uh, national TV games for us here because Jets are yes. on everywhere and now you get crazy little Zach Wilson running around. Yeah, and nobody's gonna care. <laughs> no, I mean even the touchdown pass he threw took one of the most ridiculous catches we've ever seen. Garrett Wilson literally yeah. had to knock it oh, away God. from the defensive back and then catch it falling down. Yeah. Well, you know the Bears, Nathan Peterman. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, I mean, first rounder yeah. for Nathan Peterman. I'll save your yeah. save your season. <laughs> yeah, do it, Jets. <laughs> who, who do we think the Jets are gonna? Are they gonna? Are they? Who are they gonna sign? Are they gonna go? Are they gonna go the Colin Kaepernick route? Are they gonna go? What are they gonna do? Yeah, Tom bring Tom Brady out of retirement. What are they gonna do? Go after Kirk Cousins. Yeah. yeah, they got to do something. They can't roll with Zach Wilson, can they? No, they're gonna have to get a quarterback from somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. You know, you hear all the like Matt. You went through all the TVs. Like Matt Ryan, he was he was completely <laughs> cooked last year. Why would you even yeah. want? That's not gonna work. <laughs> um, somebody said Phil. I guess Philip Rivers was like really close at the end of last year to signing with the Niners. I didn't know that. Oh, really? Okay. And so well, that's maybe him. About that. He's been out for two years. He's coaching high school football somewhere. Um. Yeah, it seems like Josh McCown is always up for a comeback. Right. It's called, what about Jay? <laughs> oh, Jay. Oh, yeah, Jay. Yes, please. Terrific. I'll say he's still in shape. <laughs> he, he has all the same political beliefs as Aaron, too, so that'll fit right yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I have a feeling that they'll make a move and it'll, you know, it'll just be for somebody else's, like, Somebody else's veteran backup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Nathan Peterman, except better than Nathan Peterman. Wait, wait, wait. Better than well, Nathan Well, maybe, Peterman? if it's possible. Okay. I don't know if such a thing exists. I was going to say, take it easy. Honestly, if John Gruden were the coach of the Jets, well, they'd already yeah. had Nathan Peterman. Nobody <laughs> nobody loved Nathan Peterman more than Yo. John Gruden. Couldn't, yeah. Couldn't believe that guy wasn't a star. Chase Daniel still kicking around these days? Yeah, he works for the Athletic now. Ah, there you go. Sure, he could do both. Writing his columns on the sidelines. No, like Dave Chase, come on, we got the ball back. Just a second, I got a thought. Really have to go, guys. Hold on. Uh, you remember, remember when Dave Kingman had a column for like the Sun Times? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's the who's the? Is it Josh Johnson, the guy who's played on every team? Yeah, I'm sure he'll. Yeah. He he's the one who ended up in the game for in the championship game for the Niners, right? He was the mm-hmm. <laughs> he's always available if you need him. 
I mean, one guy we know is not available is Tyson Bajan, right? The Bears cannot yeah, can't trade the true. future. Absolutely not. Lock so, him up long term. Absolutely worry, not. Don't have to worry about that. Uh, right. You know, PJ Walker ended up somewhere. Otherwise, yeah. I'm sure he would could have led the Jets to the Super Bowl. You know, and it, it's funny because they so much of that. You know, they have all those guys that are only there. They only signed because of Aaron. Like they got Randall right. Cobb. And yeah, Lazard. you know they didn't want either one of those guys. Yeah, Delvin Cook. They hired uh, Nathaniel Hackett as their offense. Yeah, Nathaniel yeah. Hackett. It's funny when they, you know, they're cutting to him and he's got that like weird shirt on. That it's like, what are you wearing? <laughs> and I just, it's yeah. funny. I if I were uh, Robert Sala, the minute um, Aaron got when they got in my headset, we think it's his Achilles. I would have just fired Hackett. <laughs> just turned, fired him right <laughs> on the sidelines. All right, we don't, we don't need you. Go away. Yeah. What? Right. <laughs> You were here for one reason, and he's not here anymore. So you can yeah. go watch. What exactly do you do here? Go watch Goldmember. It'll be fine. Oh well. That's, yeah. Well, everybody's you know the, the great Lou Holtz, great in quotes, uh, once said, uh, "If you tell the world your problems, ninety um, percent don't care, and the other ten percent are glad you got them." That's the Jets. There you go. Former Jets coach. That's right. For like f- 12 games out of a 14-game yeah, like season. Yeah. Did the Bobby Petrino. He was Bobby Petrino before Bobby <laughs> Petrino. Yeah. Take off before Urban the Meyer. even over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least Urban had the good sense to get fired, though. Those right. two just quit. They just took yeah, off. Like, <laughs> like, no, that. We're going back to college. <laughs> We gotta go. Got fired and had some fun doing it in the process. Yeah, I guess if you call that fun. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, good job. All right, thank you. And uh, well, I can't wait till we get together next week and we talk about the Bears, the big win in Tampa. Big. So much better than whatever the hell we just saw in Green Bay. God, I hope so. Please, please, we need it. Many of us have herpes. 